In this episode, we talk about dealing with overwhelm when you have a lot of choices in front of you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Deep Soul Care, the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the real you and care for the soul you are. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and if you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hey there. Welcome back to the Deep Soul Care podcast. We are on episode number 45, if you're keeping track. I'm still in awe or in shock that I've been doing this this long. (laughs) And of course, you know, I say that on a day where I am recording my podcast on the day it's supposed to release. So there's that. And yeah, you just, you do it when you can. I haven't had a whole lot of alone time. My husband's still working at home. So, you know, we're making things work. He is running an errand. I figure hopefully I have at least a half hour to get this done. So here we go. Uh, What I want to talk about today relates back to what we talked about last week. I talked about learning new things and, you know, how to always be uh, on the lookout for new skills or, you know, just if you want to learn something new, dive into it, you know. And the thing that I was starting to feel was some overwhelm, feeling like, I had so many different things I wanted to learn. I talked about a lot of stuff in that podcast. We talked about um, canning and gardening and just food preparation in general, making tinctures and extracts, uh, staying off social media, focusing on just one thing. All of a sudden, you know, I'm focusing on all of these different things and it's crazy. I'm trying a lot of new recipes. I have been... um, just looking up other recipes on how to make my own vanilla extract and, and all kinds of things. I'm actually today supposed to get my shipment of herbs so I can make some tinctures and all kinds of stuff, learn how to do that. I'm learning how to make my own vinegar. Like I am <laughs> just learning a lot of things and I feel sometimes like I'm taking in a lot of information and then not necessarily taking action on some of those things. And part of Uh, you know, being a prepper or, you know, just learning more self-sufficiency is learning about things that uh, you might not need to take action on right away. So I'm trying to balance the, okay, I've learned how to, you know, use coffee filters in 30 different ways. But what about, you know, when I am learning about how to make my own vinegar, let's try something. But what I was talking to a friend about Uh, this morning. He actually sent me a whole bunch of voice messages overnight and I woke up and saw a whole bunch of them and I was like, wow. And I, everything he had to say just resonated with me so clearly. And I told him I was actually planning on doing a podcast episode about this. Uh, He talked about uh, feeling like you're scared of success. You're scared of failure. uh, You're scared of like, okay, is this something I have to do for the rest of my life now if I give it a shot? Or what if I suck at it? Like, what's the point of even trying, basically? And I've been feeling that a lot, feeling like if I take this new hobby on, you know, what if the first try doesn't work out? Am I going to, (laughs) have I just wasted money on stuff? Have I wasted my time trying to figure it out? Do I, I have to start over again? Um, you know, there's just a lot of overwhelm and I don't, I don't personally want to be bad at things. I don't, I don't like that. And, 
you know, I know that obviously I'm not alone in this, you know, while I was talking to my friend. So yeah, it's one of those times where you just have to give yourself permission to, to try and you might fail, you know, but in failing, you're going to learn how to perfect whatever you're doing. (laughs) And perfection, of course, is something that I've struggled with for a very long time. And it's one of those reasons why I don't uh, like starting new things because I'm, I'm bad at them at the beginning. I don't know how to do them very well. Uh, you know, when you don't have all the skills you need in order to do something, it can feel really frustrating if you're a person who is used to either being good at things or a person who wants to be perfect at stuff. So I haven't, I bought all of this stuff to make my own vanilla extract. I have, um, I have a pressure canner on the way and I'm, I'm already, it's not even here and I'm already worried about, oh my gosh, am I going to do this wrong? I was telling a friend about how I was worried about things like botulism and, you know, so I'm just, I'm studying up and I'm trying to learn how to do it the right way. But no matter what you do, you know, no matter if it's a new hobby or something you've been doing for, you know, 20 years, you are going to fail some part of it. Some part of it's not going to go perfectly all the time. And learning is part of life, (laughs) but it can feel scary. It can feel tough. It can feel like, you know, if I if I fail at this, is this something I'm going to not want to continue to do anymore? Uh, you know, if, if I continue to fail over and over again, like, why am I still trying? Uh, but I think we have to take those chances. And uh, sometimes those feelings can be extremely overwhelming. That's kind of where I've been for a little while now. Because like I said, I've been taking in all of this information and, and wanting to try all of these things. And instead, I find myself putzing around with, like, the safer things. Like, instead of worrying about canning all of my own stuff, I mean, I bought the canner and it hasn't even arrived yet. So I will get to that point. But I'm still buying canned goods to put in, like, storage. And I've had to ask myself, why? Why are you doing that? You know, when you can learn how to can some of this stuff. Like, not everything. I don't need to know how to can everything. And I'm not growing anything yet. So, you know, eventually, you know, I will experiment with some different stuff. So, you know, that's one of those things I tell myself right now, I don't have to be amazing at all of it. I don't have to know everything there is about canning in order to try to can one thing. I need to know the process of how to can that one thing. But beyond that, there's nothing else I need to do. You know, I don't have to know how to make all of these different extracts in order to just make one kind of vanilla extract. There are a whole bunch and I get into analysis paralysis. I'm like, okay, well, should I make it with a spiced rum? Well, no, I don't really like rum. Should I make it with a whiskey? Well, you know, or bourbon because like a a bourbon, vanilla bourbon just sounds delicious, but (laughs) booze is gross. So, you know, and vodka is like the common thing, but you can make vanilla extract without alcohol. So I'm like, well, that seems, you know, like a much better option for me. Uh, but am I going to like it as much? Am I going to waste money on these vanilla beans, which were fairly expensive for only 10 of them, uh, you know, trying all of these different methods? And it's like, at the end of the day, you have to just try. You have to try to figure out what you like. You have to try in order to figure out what method works best for you, which flavor you like better, you know, then you've got to use it when you cook with different things. Like I put vanilla extract in my muffins all the time. Josh makes it or he uses it in his homemade milks. So we use it in all these different things. And maybe, you know, the vodka one would be really good with this, but the 
bourbon one would be good with that. And maybe uh, the one made without alcohol would be best for something else that we use it for. So, you know, eventually I'm going to want to try all of these different ways, but then I get overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, well, which one should I start with? You know, <laughs> which one, which one should I do right now? And one of the amazing problems about this is that making your own vanilla extract takes months, like up to a year, right? So like you can use it after two months, but it's best if it sits for at least six months. So now I'm going to try something today that is going to take me six months to figure out if that is the method I want to do. And oh my gosh, in today's world where everything is different every single day, trying to wrap my brain around something that's going to take six months for me to even try it to see how it goes like what <laughs> that's bonkers it's so crazy but on the other side of that it is teaching me to slow down it's teaching me to enjoy the process of things i was actually telling my husband over the weekend because we went up to payson and drove the whole rim up there and it was just absolutely beautiful and we didn't have like a plan to uh, what time to leave. We didn't have a plan on what time we wanted to get home. Obviously, we couldn't be gone all day. We've got a dog and we've got a feeder. But, uh, you know, I all I wanted to do was just enjoy the journey. I wanted to enjoy some time alone with my husband in nature where we weren't on our phones. We weren't watching TV. There wasn't something else going on. There was no work. There was just us where we could, you know, enjoy music in the car and the views of the scenery. And I told him, you know, because he was like, well, you know, when do you want to get lunch? What do you want to eat? Um, you know, and we were supposed to go pick up something that we were buying on OfferUp. And, I, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't care today, which is crazy for me because I am one of those people who used to time things down to the minute so that I knew if I was on track for my schedule or not. And like today, I'm literally just trying to enjoy the journey rather than going, what's next? What destination do we have to get to next? What do we have to do right now and what time schedule do we need to be on in order to get to the next thing? I just want to enjoy now. And so I have these two different parts of me that's like, I want to just try this thing and see how it goes. But it's going to take six months. <laughs> and that's just, I don't, that's just insane to me. But again, yeah, like I said, you know, and, and things like with gardening, it's going to take time. And it's not always going to work out. I'm going to have to try different types of soil and compost. And, you know, does this need full sunlight? Does it need partial sunlight? I live in Phoenix, so it is very hot. There are some things that don't grow as well in the heat. There are some things that do really well in the heat. We grow citrus very easily here. Um, but, you know, things like tomatoes might be a little iffier. I'm, I don't know. That's one of those things that I feel like might not be that bad. Um but yeah, I just, you know, I have all these seeds and they're going to take time to first germinate and then grow and then grow into something I can actually eat. And then I've got to do something with that stuff. But the first step is to try a method, you know, and, and I've got enough seeds and different ways I can plant that I can try a couple at a time and kind of weed out the things that don't work that way. But everything takes time. And in our culture right now, it just feels like we don't have that time. So the overwhelm kicks in hardcore. And I feel like, gosh, you know, I don't, I don't have enough time to figure it out. Like I have to know right now. And, and so many of these things like canning and, and food preserving and uh, gardening and growing my own food are, are skills I wish I 
would have had already <laughs> at this point. And, you know, that nothing I can do about that now except from this point forward, just learn as much as I can and try things out, you know, trial and error until I figure it out. And, uh, yeah. So the overwhelm is just really hard. So you'll, you're scared of failure. You're scared of success. I was telling my friend that, like, the word permanent just doesn't feel like it belongs in my vocabulary because uh, he mentioned how I talked about how my bullet journal isn't really interesting me anymore all that much. And I've kept up with it. I haven't done this week's spread, which I probably should have because I had a lot going on this week, which sounds crazy. What is going on? But uh, I had a lot of different appointments or things that I needed to make sure I stayed on track with. And I didn't do this week's spread, but I still want to do it so that I have a record of everything that I did this week. Um, (laughs) And I should do that, you know, proactively so that I can, you know, mark things down and have those reminders. But I've been using my Google Calendar. I've been using, um, I have a Mac so I can use the reminders app thing with Siri or whatever. But I've been losing interest in a lot of things that were a, a big part of my life earlier this year. And uh, my friend was talking about how he doesn't necessarily feel like he has specific ways he does things or like, um, I don't want to say too much because obviously this this was a private conversation. Uh, but what I took from that was, you know, we're going to change. We are people who are going to change. And I don't mean me and him. I mean everybody. Uh, most people change and you should leave room in your life for change. So, you know, even when you're feeling overwhelmed with different choices or all the things you have to do or the things you want to do, uh, and one of those things that might come up for some of you, because it comes up for me, is feeling like, okay, well, if I start this, especially if you invest any kind of money into something like my canner cost me over $100. So it's like, okay. <laughs> and then beyond that, I've been buying more jars because you need jars for canning. You need, a, you need a bunch of equipment. And there are things that you can kind of hack your way through and, you know, do it at home. Um, but I am one of those people, I have to do it perfectly. So I have to get all the, the official stuff. And <laughs> so, you know, I'm spending quite a bit of money on this stuff and it's like, okay, well, if this doesn't work out, then I just wasted, you know, X amount of dollars on trying to make this new hobby or this new skill work and it's not working for me. And I did the same with my bullet journal. I bought a, a decent bullet journal. Um, I love my bullet journal. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And I recommend the brand Scribbles That Matter to everybody who has talked to me about bullet journaling. Like, this is the one. I love it so much. And I bought a whole bunch of Tombow markers, which if you are familiar with those, those are not cheap. It's like $25 for a pack of 10. And I waited for a lot of them to go on sale. So I got them for like half price in using Michael's coupons and stuff like that. But that's not the point. The point is that's still very expensive. And I bought like six packs of those. So I have 60 of these freaking markers. <laughs> and uh, I bought a lot of pens and stencils and stickers and all kinds of stuff. I sunk a good chunk of change into making my bullet journal work. And it has worked for me thus far. I've used it for eight months of this year. Almost. We're toward the end of August here. But it's just not, you know, doing what it used to for me. And I could look at that as, okay, I wasted X amount of dollars on trying to make this thing work. Or I can say, you know what? This served its purpose. 
it did its thing for me in the moment when I needed it. It was something that I felt good at and I enjoyed doing it. And it's time to move on. You know, it may not be. I'm still working on it. It's I just don't have that passion to like make it super pretty and do all these things and track everything in it all the time. Um, and that may come back, you know, 2020 is just, it's been a dumpster fire of a year. And, you know, it's been good for some people. Overall, there's just so much craziness that even if it's been good for you, there's still just so much bad everywhere <laughs> that it's understandable that we are in these like weird places where the things that we loved, we just don't love anymore. And so I'm, I'm trying to roll with it as much as I can. I know that it's when I start to fight against things that they don't go right for me. So the more I can just kind of go with whatever's happening, the better. And, you know, as much as I as much as I uh, don't believe in forcing things, I do believe in at least trying. So, you know, you can you can say, hey, that's just not working for me. I'm just going to move on in, in, in more of a flaky way. Or you can give it a shot. And, and if it's still just not working, if you feel like you're absolutely forcing it and it's not something you need to be doing, then move on. So I'm still working on my bullet journal, um, but things like my crystals and even like regular journaling, uh, my tarot cards, I'm just not connecting with any of that stuff right now. I think they serve their purpose and I enjoyed using uh, my tarot cards in the moment in all my journals and stuff. But right now I just, I'm, I'm moving in a different direction with my life and that's okay because when I bought those things, I was moving in a different direction in my life and that was okay then too. So we're always going to change. <laughs> we are malleable creatures and I hope we stay that way. I don't think it's necessarily a good thing to be very rigid and to feel like this is how I do it. This is the only way I'm ever going to do it. And that's that. I don't think that serves us. I think you can use that and and go with those methods for things or you know if that's the way you make decisions or if those are your values you know i i there are some things that are likely going to stick with us but i don't think everything is going to stick with us it's why we can see people do such a like a dramatic pendulum shift from one end to the other where you know you could be a staunch meat eater, I guess, because veganism, you guys know that's what I do. So that always comes to mind. You could be, you know, the the biggest bacon head on the planet and then end up vegan. And, you know, from just from one side of the scale to the other, we do change. And it's a lot of the times it's the people you least expect to make those changes who do that thing. Sometimes it's absolutely the people you expect. But in other cases, it's the people who you were like, that person was, I never saw that coming. <laughs> And so we, we are all just very capable of change, even if it's subtle, if it's extreme, it doesn't matter. You know, I think we are all capable of it. And if you fight against it, that's when that's when you have some problems. But the problem for me is, is overwhelm for the most part. I just I dive in fully to things, which is why I ended up with so many supplies for my bullet journal. I dove in completely head first right into this thing. I'm going to live this life. This is who I am now. And uh, so then, you know, when you make that a central part of your identity and then it doesn't feel like it drives with you anymore and you want to move on, it's it's hard to let go because you've now created a version of you that that's what you do. So when you start to feel like, eh, you know, this isn't really working anymore and I, I, I don't think I want to do this, but, you know, 
this is what I've done for X amount of years. I should want to continue to do this. Uh, that that struggle is tough. And, and that's where we come up against that version of ourselves that, you know, we should be or we want to be, but we don't allow it to happen because we're just so stuck. So that's where I think we have to be able to change. And for me, I have to deal with the overwhelm. And it's... <laughs> It's tough right now. Everything feels so much tougher <laughs> than it should. Um, election years are so fun, you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, overwhelm was really just the uh, the topic I wanted to dive into. Feeling overwhelmed by all of the information. Feeling overwhelmed by the different versions of myself that I'm trying to figure out. And I think that's just always going to be a struggle or we don't even have to look at it as a struggle. I do think words are important and I don't want to call it a struggle. That's how it feels in the moment when you're not working with it, when you're letting it work against you. (sighs) (laughs) I don't want to feel overwhelmed while I'm, you know, recording this podcast. So yeah, one thing that I guess my action step for me and for you this week is to Uh, Just take things one step at a time and give things a shot. Don't be so scared of failure or success or, you know, just um, being worried that this might not be a long-term thing. It's okay to try something for a day, you know? We we try lots of things for a day. We go on road trips. We go camping for a weekend. You know, it doesn't mean you have to ever go camping again. It doesn't mean you have to love it. It doesn't mean that has to be your life forever. You know, you don't have to live in the woods. You can try stuff. You can try stuff. You can try canning. You can try bullet journaling. You can try playing the guitar. You can learn a language. Like you, you, Nothing has to be permanent. Nothing has to be so crucial to your identity that you, that you have to go all in or that you can't ever give it up. So that's how I am working through the overwhelm. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make my uh, vanilla extract today. <laughs> At least get the the whole thing started today. I'm going to put the beans and the alcohol and we're, we're just going to see how it goes. Because the only way to get through the overwhelm is to take that first step. Like, you're if you just allow it to swallow you, then you're never going to try that thing you want to try. So one step at a time. If you have to make a list, make a list. And then cross that first thing off. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Don't get stuck in the research phase like I always do and then get overwhelmed by all the different steps or all the different ways. I always want to do it perfectly, but you're going to have to F up sometimes just because (laughs) you don't learn any other way. So if you're never learning, you know, that's not good. So give yourself permission today to take that first step, even if it's a terrible first step to take and it doesn't go well. Oh, well, like you pick yourself back up and you can do it again tomorrow. But maybe it'll be excellent. You know, maybe this first batch of Uh, Vanilla extract will be so great and I will just never buy store-bought again, but I won't know if I don't try. So we are going to take that first step today. I hope you are taking that first step today. Sorry again that this came out a little late today, but better late than never. That's how I feel about it. I think I'm going to have a little more time tonight to record another podcast, so I will get the wheels turning. Uh, But until next week, I hope you guys are taking care of yourself. I hope you're having an amazing time. And I hope you're not dealing with a whole lot of overwhelm. So I will talk to you then. Take care.
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I release a new one every single Thursday, so hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to reach out to me, please do so. I love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Campmeyer, and my email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need to hear this message. Take care of your soul, and I'll talk to you next week.